day 21. I received another card in the post today, this time from the excellent Tom de Crane in Belgium. He was slightly apologetic that the congratulations message on the front of the card might not have been that appropriate, but explained that ICTHIS only have thank you and congratulations cards. Getting this on the three-week milestone, I'm quite happy to accept congratulations. Today I'm thankful for getting through three weeks and I'm thankful for friends making the effort to send messages of love and support and even congratulations. I have good days and bad days. This is not really the most earth-shattering admission, but in a leadership culture where weakness can be seen as failure and the tyranny of perfection assumes success, and harder to be honest about our negative experiences. We have seen David in fear, heard him pleading for help and rescue as he faced mortal danger. Here we see David on a day that he is confident and full of faith. This psalm is a celebration of the Lord's provision and victories. There is thanksgiving for all that God has done for David and also for God's unfailing love. Psalm 21 The king rejoices in your strength, Lord. How great is his joy in the victories you give. You have granted him his heart's desire and have not withheld the request of his lips. You came to greet him with rich blessings and placed a crown of pure gold on his head. He asked you for life and you gave it to him, length of days for ever and ever. Through the victories you gave, his glory is great. You have bestowed on him splendour and majesty. Surely you have granted him unending blessings and made him glad with the joy of your presence. For the king trusts in the Lord. Through the unfailing love of the Most High, he will not be shaken. Your hand will lay hold on all your enemies. Your right hand will seize your foes. When you appear for battle, you will burn them up as in a blazing furnace. The Lord will swallow them up in his wrath, and his fire will consume them. You will destroy their descendants from the earth, their posterity from mankind. Though they plot evil against you and devise wicked schemes, they cannot succeed. You will make them turn their backs when you aim at them with drawn bow. Be exalted in your strength, Lord. We will sing and praise your might. Teaching children to say please and thank you is Parenting 101, but what we drill into the young can slip as we get older. Sometimes we can ask something of the Lord and neglect to express appreciation when we receive what we have asked for. In the previous psalm, David prays that God will give the people the desire of their hearts. He is clear here that God has given David his heart's desires and has heard and answered his requests by blessing him abundantly. David talks about the king here in the third person. He is the king and is using this linguistic lens 
to gain a wider perspective. The highest point on the A83 road in Scotland is called Rest and Be Thankful. It was a road built by soldiers in the General Wade era and is the natural summit on the ridge between Glen Kinglass and Glencroe. When the road was completed in 1750, a commemorative stone was placed with the words, Rest and Be Thankful. It encourages travellers to stop and take a moment to pause and appreciate the spectacular view. Such a stop gives perspective on where the journey has come from and where it is heading. David rests and is thankful. He is grateful that circumstances have turned in his favour, but he appreciates that it is the Lord who has made this happen. We can ask God for help when things are desperate, but thank our lucky stars when things are good. Life does not rest on circumstances, chance or our own cleverness. The sovereign Most High God is at work. David gives thanks that God has done more than David had asked. God has come to greet him, like the father in Jesus' parable running to meet the prodigal son. He has affirmed his calling as king and restored the symbol of rule. He has won victories over his enemies. A lot of this psalm is David talking about what God has done for the king. Rejoicing, blessing, victory, trust, love and confidence. David looks back with thanksgiving and because of where he has come from to where he is today, he is able to look forward with faith. He finishes with the king and the people singing together, praising God's strength and might. Songs are often most passionately sung when those singing them have been through a difficult or stressful time and have experienced the relief of victory. I don't feel particularly victorious today, but I do look forward to a victorious king crowned and vindicated. This is the final great coronation that Paul helps the Philippians look forward to. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. So the key thing is not how victorious I feel, but how victorious God is. God's victory is a reality. David reminds us that those who look like they currently have the upper hand are not on the winning side. Evil may have short-term successes, but it will not prevail. The light is more powerful than the darkness. As the message concludes the psalm, all their evil schemes the plots they cook up have fizzled, every one. You sent them packing. They couldn't face you. Show your strength, God, so that no one can miss it. We're out singing the good news.
We have hope to live by and hope to share. A good friend of mine was given some memorable advice from a youth worker as part of his training to be a judge in the youth court in New Zealand. They told him that anyone working with young people had to communicate hope. He encouraged them all to be merchants of hope. I believe that hope is a defining characteristic of the gospel. We share good news that comes from God and opens up a fresh experience and a new horizon. Sin does not triumph over us. There is the hope of forgiveness. Death no longer has dominion. We have the hope of eternal life. Paul talks about this hope of glory, the relationship between suffering and hope and the confidence that comes through hope. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. We are living at a time of division, disruption, and distrust. The opportunity is for us to be messengers of hope. Messengers of hope was the theme of the IFES World Assembly in South Africa in 2019. We had no idea then of some of the global threats that were coming. These challenges have not diminished our call to be those who communicate hope. Rather, they have underlined the vital importance of responding to this call. This is the song we sing, a song of thanks for lives given by God and a song of hope for lives saved by God. Even if there are days when we struggle to be tuneful or our fragile music is drowned out by the ambient noise of our circumstances, we have hope. We can rest and be thankful, looking back and looking forward, and appreciating that even if we are a little out of breath, we will sing and we will sing.